0: This is John Holt, and this is the Secret Life Hacks of Magic, a podcast about life lessons learnt from doing card tricks to very drunk people. Today is episode number three, and I'm going to talk about how to achieve the impossible. You see, magicians do the impossible, we do the impossible all the time. Impossibility is what we work with. You know, you wouldn't watch David Blaine on TV and think it's amazing if he bit out a coin and then you had to rush him to the dentist to get his molars fixed. That wouldn't be magic. Similarly, if you forked out maybe $200 to go and see David Copperfield in Vegas and he chopped up a woman but didn't put her back together again, that's not magic. Anybody's Uncle Frank can do that. I know mine did. So anything less than impossible is a kind of puzzle. It's a trick or it's a stunt. It's good, but as a magician, every trick I do has to have this kind of aspect of impossibility. You know, the card that is signed and torn up is restored the lady vanishes from the box and then reappears in the audience that kind of thing without impossibility there can't really be any magic so magicians are used to impossibility we work within these kind of demanding boundaries and we constantly come up with new ideas and presentations to seemingly make the impossible possible you know without this kind of ability and willingness to challenge the impossible, magic wouldn't move on. It wouldn't advance. And tricks would just become really kind of obvious and transparent. But the truth is, tricks don't. Magic's really popular at the moment, playing cards continue to be found in a myriad of different ways, rabbits and silk streamers are produced from these otherwise empty boxes, and people are reading minds. You know, we're leaving even the most savviest of audiences baffled with all these tricks. And this is an age where everybody has a small device in their pocket that can send wireless messages, you can play music, you can add a filter to your photo to make you look like Batman. Thank you, Masquerade. So you can do all this, but magic still has the ability to kind of capture the attention and wow audiences. So if magicians can achieve the impossible, why can't you? You know, we've all had the point in our lives where we've we've set about some tasks, but we've thought that it's impossible. And as soon as we think something's impossible, we just stop. Or even worse, we kind of make a, a really half-hearted attempt. Just something as a kind of gesture, just so we can result in failure and then go, well, you know, I told you it was impossible, I told you. It's it's impossible. You know, Edison apparently tried 2,000, 1,000, 10,000, depending on which story you listen to, times to create this light bulb. Colonel Sanders trudged up and visited 60-odd restaurants to sell his chicken idea, What makes people like that do that? I've no idea, but clearly, in their minds, they're not trying to achieve something that they thought was impossible. You know, it was either Napoleon Hill or... might even have been his brother Benny. Yeah, Uh, one of them suggested that you get a dictionary and cut out the word impossible. Eradicate it from your vocabulary. Now, you don't need to go that far, but I think it's important to realise that the word impossible doesn't do us any favours. It presupposes that it won't be done. So if you find yourself with an impossible goal that's kind of presently out of your reach and you're struggling with, I thought it would be useful to come up with some ideas that could help. So I've come up with three things that will help you with impossible goals. The first one is downgrade the impossible. Whether you obliterate the word impossible from your language or not, it doesn't really matter. Just downgrade the impossible. If you think something is impossible, you're never going to do it and it won't help you. So forget impossible. Sub four-minute miles, space travel, and a, an entire back catalogue uh, catalog of music that could fit on your phone were all impossible ideas at one point. You know, the year after Bannister smashed the four-minute mile, five other people did it. And every single one of them beat his time. Was there anything different? No. The only thing that really changed was the fact that they'd seen a man do it. They'd seen it with their own eyes. There was literally no more excuses. And as soon as there were no more excuses, the floodgates opened. So that's the first thing, downgrade the impossible. Number two is give yourself the freedom to kind of play with the idea. Give yourself carte blanche to come up with crazy, surreal, wacky, weird ideas to solve your challenge. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't care how silly your ideas are. Even if you have to present, uh, kind of invent a bizarre contraption in your mind, just go nuts. So, if I was coming up with a trick, where uh, a card trick, for example, where I made a playing card vanish and then magically appear in your sock, there are ways I could do that. I could learn hypnosis. I could put you in a trance after you'd taken a card, tell you you couldn't feel anything, slide the card into your sock, and then wake you up. Ta-da! The card's in your sock. If I didn't want to learn hypnosis, I could um, break into your house while you're on holiday. I could do your laundry and take every single pair of socks and put a card in it so that you were always loaded, ready to go. <laughs> if you came around to my house, I could pretend I've got OCD. I could um, ask you to take your shoes and socks off. I would wash your feet in a bizarre religious ceremony. And while that was going on, my wife could be secretly ditching something into your socks. So these ideas help. They achieve the impossible. They might not be the most practical, But just sending around a few ideas, they help you achieve the impossible in a weird way. And they might lead to more ideas. You might want to learn hypnosis. You might want to preload a sock. You might want to do this kind of stuff. Just allow yourself to go nuts. Be bold. Be a bit silly and be crazy. Just allow yourself to achieve it in your mind so it's no longer impossible. And the last thing I always mention is keep going. You know, the more you focus your mind on a task the more you're likely to achieve it. So even if you see see yourself achieving the goal in your mind via one of these bizarre means, I don't care. It will only strengthen the idea that it is possible in some way, shape or form. You know, crazy and impractical is still a solution. So keep going nuts, explore more ways and find different solutions. If you can find 10 ways of preloading a sock or doing a card trick, then try and find 20 and so on. The more you get, the better, and you kind of strengthen this idea-building muscle that you have in your head. So go nuts, just build up more ideas, and then you can investigate them and look at the little ideas. Like maybe I can learn hypnosis doing this. Maybe I can preload a sock not via this way, but via this way. You know, the idea is to get lots of ideas and then throw away the bad ones until you're left with the good ones. That's how it done. So. Of course, at some point, you are going to have to filter these ideas, test them, and, you know, imply, you know, apply the laws of practicality and stuff like that, especially if you've got time constraints. But don't be in a rush to get to this kind of analytical phase if you can. You know, enjoy the fun that comes with creation. Go nuts until you've done it enough, and then do it some more. And like, you know, most things in life, have fun while doing this. So, there's three things. Downgrade the impossible. Allow yourself a sense of freedom. And then three, keep going with it. Just go nuts. So if you want to pick something that's impossible, it doesn't matter if it's of profound importance to you or anything like that. Just pick something and then just set about coming up with a bizarre way of making it happen. And then pick another way. You don't have to action it. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to tell anybody or anything like that. It's just for fun. So if you want to earn... £3,452 throughout the month of July or discover 100 new uses for a tea cozy just pick something go nuts and do something impossible Hi, me again. Just wanted to say a big thank you for downloading the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, links to all the other podcasts can be found on the website. I'm still not investing in a Secret Life Hacks of Magic website, such is the confidence I have in my own product. Um, so you can find the episodes on my other website at johnhopmagic.co.uk forward slash podcast. If you want to send me any love, hate, tonnage tea cakes, whatever oh now I'm hungry again Um, feel free to contact me on Twitter my Twitter name is at John Holt Magic all the details are there so the website or Twitter Uh, I appreciate any feedback you've got but I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll see you soon Bye bye